Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Bailed Surf Podcast. Namely here with you. And we have a special treat today on the podcast. But before we get to our special guest, I'd like to say a warm welcome to Ads Kennedy. Adsy, hello, mates. Oh, g'day, mate. Thanks for having us here at uh, the House of T-Bone. <laughs> yeah, we're out of the shed quarters today. Once again at T-Bone's home studio. And it's... Uh, once again, looking uh, very nice. Very, very toasty. Yeah, the fire. T- yeah, it started the fire and I thought, you know, make it a bit cosy. Well, it is raining cats and dogs out there. That's why we had to abort the shed because it gets really noisy in there when it's raining. Yeah, like so. a hot tin shed should. Yeah. And uh, obviously, we've mentioned T-Bone. G'day, T-Bone. Thanks G'day. for having us today, mate. Perfect day for a podcast, I think. Perfect. And uh, without further ado, welcome, a huge welcome, Claire Vervalacqua. Hello, Claire. Hello, boys. Thanks for coming on board Barrel Surf Podcast. It's uh, great to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. nice and cozy and nice to be out of the, the horrible weather, winter weather outside. Yeah. Um, anyone have a look at the north side today, just quickly? No. 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 Bevo had reports. We've had She, we she was talking up a surf after the potty. But uh, it's still pretty stiff northerly, 35 knots so, and straight north. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's probably not that good right now. Yeah, yeah. I need I to hope you've been inside with a, with a cold beer in, in hand and... Um, doing Barrel Surf Podcast. So Claire, what, what's been going on with you lately? Well, um, I'm I'm stuck at home. Um, this is the first time in my whole career, basically, I've been uh, forced to, to chill and, and um, make the most of, of our beautiful surroundings here. So I've just been surfing and training and um, working a little bit and enjoying my house. Yeah, fantastic. So we, we've... Uh, just prior to now, we've actually done a big intro about intro about you, telling people that don't know about you um, about you. So, hopefully, people know about that. But tell me if I'm wrong. But you would have had the Olympics around about now, or just just prior to now. Yeah, we were supposed to have the the Olympic qualifiers in um, El Salvador, which I was so excited to surf because it's quite a a punchy, good wave um, in comparison to the. Uh, the qualifying event before which was in japan and um yeah and then the olympics were were supposed to be held now so a little bit um strange times a little bit different to what i'm used to but i actually think it was a bit of a god uh, a godsend i think it was time to to stay at home and and appreciate where i come from and relax my body and not be in you know hopping from country to country every month it's just not really a sustainable lifestyle i don't think for the body yeah mate mate, that qualifier that you're talking about uh because you're flying uh uh, representing italy due to your strong italian heritage as well as being an aussie legend uh you chose to represent italy um probably for obvious reasons so you didn't have to Fight Stephanie Gilmore or, or whoever for <laughs> and it. Sally. But, uh, <laughs> and Sally, yeah, that's right. They but go um, right, don't they? mate, you know, obviously you can take it to them. You've surfed at world um, championship level for a long time. It's a great thing to do to fly under the Italian flag. But what I wanted to know is that qualifier in El Salvador is that just for Italy or is that for like everyone or how did that work? Well, the surfing in the Olympics is um, it, this was just a trial year, so they had very small numbers. I think it was like twenty girls and twenty guys, with a maximum of two uh, per gender per country. Yep. So having all the Aussie and Brazilian and all those spots taken by the World Tour surfers, the qualifiers yep. were left with the remaining spots. So all the rest of the the countries. Like, you, you know, the countries in Europe who have yeah. so many good surfers and um, nice. it's basically the Europeans, you know, the Europeans that are fighting out for those last couple of spots. Oh, okay. So yeah. they're only allowing 20 people, male, 20 female in total in surfing in the Olympics and you had to go. So so technically there could be no one from Italy if they didn't get through that qualifier no, in El Salvador, you, you is that qualif- right? Yeah, you qualify as, yeah, right. as an independent surface, but you are representing um, your country. So you had to qualify to represent Italy and yep. then you had to qualify to get into the actual Olympics after that as well. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Didn't know that. So to, to actually qualify for the Olympics, um, I know that like if you look at the Australian team, they had to, um, I guess, that the, the highest seeded um, surfer qualified. 
Did you um, have to sort of chase some QS events to to sort of qualify to be considered to go into the Olympic squad? Or no, well, I, I don't have different. too much competition in yeah. the Italian female yeah, right. surfer front, so that yeah. was a bit is of a any? no. <laughs> yeah, there actually is, but most of the surfers, besides the Leonardo, uh, they don't live in Italy because of obvious reasons. Yeah, you know, yeah, there yeah. is good waves in Italy. It's just seasonal and in the Mediterranean. Um, Yep, in the Mediterranean yeah. and also in the Adriatic as well. They have a windswell that kind of looks a little bit like a meal up on a small day. <laughs> Sick, I love meal up. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should move there. <laughs> but, uh, I guess it never really gets over four foot though, would it? Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, down in Sardinia and, and the southern um, end of Italy, closer to Africa, the, the waves definitely get bigger. But, um, no, you have to you have to travel and so – um, the Italians took me on board a couple of years ago because the Italians love their sport and as soon as surfing was mentioned in the Olympics, they just, you know, tried to get together their best team and um, gave me a scholarship. So I've been, yeah, flying the flag and it's amazing for me because I'm really connected to my Italian heritage and culture. I love I love living there with my father. He has a house there and, and connecting with my roots. So your dad still lives there? My dad lives there and, oh, yeah. and um, my family, some of my family is there too. So I love it and I get to explore this whole new side of my of, of my surfing and and my career with, with a fresh new um, crew. So Amazing. awesome. You, you obviously go there a fair bit. Or, I go there every year. There every yeah. year for I go every what, year. Like a, three or four weeks or something yeah a couple of weeks usually between events in europe when we do the european leg i shoot over to italy and get a tan and eat lots of pizza and yeah, and run a few aperol spritzes or you don't uh, i don't, don't drink, really drink don't too drink. much okay. but i love uh, the i mean the landscape Two there is 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 incredible lots of cappuccinos I, yep. I run up the mountains i swim in the mediterranean sea which is extremely warm in summer and yeah, it's uh, the Italians definitely know how to live. No, I sure do. My um, mother-in-law lives near Lake Garda, and we went there last year. We we're going to go back this year, and uh, they've got a house up in the mountains, and it's just an amazing lifestyle. And yeah, you're right about the food and, and the drink and the culture. They do definitely know how to live. That's for sure. They've been doing it a while. They do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, there's actually um, I know it's no secret in, in the um, in Europe, but there's a really good reef break. Um, just sort of, I think it's. West west from Rome, not too far away from, west from Rome. Yeah, there's yeah. um, it's called um, Banzai. Banzai, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Like a yeah. quality way. Can you yeah. give us that with an Italian flair? Banzai. Oh yeah, there you go. It's, uh, Mike, speaking of uh, of Italians uh, being good at uh, living and and being around for a while and building in particular, I went there and uh, it was just blew me away, man. Obviously, all the the landmarks. Um, you know, the Colosseum and the Pantheon and all these places. Like, I didn't really think I was into that. I was always into surf holidays, but I sort of ended up there by default uh, through my wife. And, mate, it just was insane, some of those buildings that are 2,000 years old and still look so good. Um, you mentioned that you'd just finished building a house down near Ingen up on a bit of acreage. Did you summon, summon your inner Roman as an <laughs> owner-builder there? Right. Or? <laughs> Definitely. Is there, have you got the bloody lions on the letterbox, or what's going on? No, I don't have. I don't have the lions. I've got what? a couple of dogs lurking, but oh, yeah. um, no, I, I wanted to concrete everything. I wanted to put rock and stone <laughs> and, and concrete the whole property, but mm, couldn't yeah. afford that. So <laughs> yeah. gone with um, just yeah, definitely connected with my Italian my Italian roots there. I built a little a brick and tile. Um, Terrace. You've got to have, a, tom- got to have yeah. a tomato bush, surely. I've got lots of tomatoes. I've got yeah. a very good tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the best tomatoes. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Do you get the seeds sent over? Yeah, uh, no, no, like no. Because some people get pretty serious about their tomatoes. Yeah. You know, my missus always telling me that I'm sure yours does too, T Bone. Mm. Both me and T Bone's wife are from the Ukraine, and mm. mate, you know, always the apple or the tomato or whatever mm. it's not as good as the one back at home <laughs> blah 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 you know it's true so, <laughs> that's true <laughs> you know what i wanted to ask you claire i'm um, just going switching back to surfing um prior to covid what was your plans for 2019 were you planning on chasing a few qs events 2020 2020 sorry 2020 thanks I've been doing the QS the last couple of years and, and enjoyed doing that and, and competing and traveling a little bit, especially being like the oldest chick by a decade and, and being able to jump back in there and push myself with the Groms. I, I really um, get off on challenging myself. So You had a couple of wins last year, didn't you? Um, yeah, I won, ones. I won the European Championship. 
for Italy and um, <laughs> also I won the the QS here in in um, in Yallingup. So I was feeling good. I definitely have been slowing down and wanting to, the travel. And now that I have my house here, I'm really settled and and happy. I mean, the waves here are just the best in the world. So I'm. I didn't really want to do too much competing. My main focus was definitely the Olympics, but um, yeah, it's all kind of just changed. But that's okay. I, I think we all needed it, actually. Yeah, for sure, the planet uh, needed it. Speaking about yeah. younger people and, and you competing against them, have you thought about coaching? Have you done coaching? Yeah, I did. So I retired. Um, I retired when I turned thirty, and had a couple of years um, coaching and and um, surfing, working with surfing WA and yelling up surf school and doing my own um, kids camps and. I loved that so much and I yeah. loved it so much and got so much from it that I actually got back on tour. I, I, I had taught these kids and also taught myself at the same time and, and got that hunger back. So I do love coaching. I think it is uh, a lot of responsibility, especially working with the children and um, I feel like I need to gain more, um, just more experience with with dealing with um emergencies and things like that and mm -hmm. you've got these babies in your hands mm -hmm. and um i just want to you know i just want to keep learning and growing and then i'll probably go back to it and um give it you know give the kids a lot more time because that that, that is just it's such um enjoyable work yeah i bet it is can you give us any tips on any up-and-coming young um surfers um in, in wa or that you've worked with yeah or? well we have I worked with a lot of the kids a few years ago that all seem to be doing really, really well now, like the the Wilson brothers and, and Ned Hart's been incredible tube riding. I used to push him into waves at mufflers when he was seven and take him out at wow. super tubes and stuff. So um, all those kids are, are starting really young and um, and definitely Willow Hardy and there's there's a couple of the, the Durant girls up north. So, yeah, there's mm. so much talent around. I've actually been just watching mostly the kids in the wave pools, though. Um, I'm a skater at heart. I, I grew up skating. And so I am so jealous of the swimming pool repetition. Like, that is just eating away at me. So I'm really hoping we get a wave pool here. I went to the one in Victoria. It's incredible. Mm, yeah. And um, I think that that's the future here. Like, if, if even, like, old old ducks like me, we can get out there and practice that, have that repetition, practice moves that we want to dial and we will get them. And that's just, that's just how it works. And that's what the wave pools offer. On the wave pools, I was just watching a clip today. Mate, it's sort of starting to get to the point where there's so many, I'm sort of losing track of which one's which and which technology's which. So the Waco one, can you, do you know what the, those, American wave machine or something like that? Is that the Waco one? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. who's Palm Springs? Is that a different That's technology? That's another one. That's another tech. It's the same one? Different one. Different one. Different, different tech? one, yeah. Oh, okay. And then no Because that seems to be pretty... Surf. And then Urban Surf and then Kelly's. Yeah. And yeah. I think Oki's trying one. to put one together oh, as well. The and the Plunger. Yeah. 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 Plunger. I think they all have a lot to offer. I mm. don't really care who makes them. Yeah. I yeah. honestly just think that they need to yeah. just keep popping up, takes the pressure off yeah. the local lineups and 100%. and also gives us an opportunity to train that we never had. Mm. I mean, if, if you guys know, like Perth, I grew up in Perth. Mm. God knows how I ever made it to the big leagues because yeah. Perth is terrible. It has yeah. its moments, but it You've is really bad You've had your days at, at City Beach Groin, surely. Mate, <laughs> the waves are so bad for learning new tricks, you know, and I was lucky I had skateboarding, but um, – to you know have those kind of aerial maneuvers have that uh be able to go to that um to work them out the but if i had yeah, if i had a wave pool like. i would have been able to do full rotations mm. in, in heats and that's mm. just the truth of it yeah well we got so close there it seemed day eh, for a while in melville and they just shut it down the yeah. oldies and oh, we'll keep pushing, we'll yeah, keep pushing. It'll, i mean it'll pop up again but must do yeah, geez, that was uh, it was so close there for a while that was definitely mm. a bummer i was mate, i was stoked i was like okay i'm gonna go visit my parents in perth more because now i'll just go duck down the wave pool while i'm there i mean so and i live fun. in yelling up where there's heaps of waves you mm. definitely would like everyone knows we're all well past that point mm. of trying to make a moral stand on them and going ah oh, they're not the oh, ocean no one gives a on. shit anymore bring it on every Everyone's day of the week like, yeah, <laughs> mate, let's go for a surf and surf in the ocean as well just do both who cares mate, supposed to be at the Melbourne pool right now <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 the feeling is unbelievable like it's it's i was squealing like a little piglet i was so excited the whole time it was the, one of the funnest things i've ever done in my life 
I just watched the clip of Mason Ho at oh. uh, Palm Springs. Palm Did Springs. you watch that one? I haven't seen yeah. it, but I've yeah. seen a couple of videos. That's pretty tricky. Pretty sick. Him and uh, Coco were just, mate, and it was just typical Mason just Doing making fun stuff. everything look like the funnest shit yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah. Taking off uh, uh, with his fins forward on the on the slab setting and just mm. getting slotted, riding mm. his board backwards. And Saw him hitting the wall at one point? Yeah, he, was, yeah. he, he hit the wall about 50 times <laughs> yeah. trying to do a rail slide up the side of the wall. Just typical... Mason stuff and mm-hmm. one he sort of jumped over the side of the fence while he was doing it and then just mate also just every time he gets a tube he just pulls out some new funky tube stance with an arm backwards twisted behind him or a needle and some mm-hmm. weirdness just always yeah. looks so sick i just can't get enough of that mm-hmm. guy eh? he's so sick but that's free surfing creativity for you you know he yeah. has the platform to to express himself like and do whatever and get supported for it so yeah and um, then he stomped a couple of Big and he's airs. natural. He's yeah, an yeah. incredible natural talent. Of Comes from a pretty good uh, heritage. And Coco was ripping in there too. I yeah. know T Bone's a bit of a Coco Ho yeah, fan. She's good. Um, she she busted some couple of big finners and and airs and stuff. It was mm. a pretty good little clip. Yeah. I don't know if it was before. I, I think it must have been before the uncle passing because I don't know. I just yeah. had that vibe that it all looked yep. a bit light and fluffy and friendly. That maybe they weren't quite in that space yeah. at the moment. But just um, so, going back to just on another note. Um, uh, competitive surfing, Claire. When did you actually start, and and what, how did you get into it? Um, so I grew up in in City Beach, and I was a boogie boarder, a skateboarder, and then I just um, found a surfboard in a in a rubbish bin while I was skating around the street, lurking, going through people's rubbish. You know, bored mm. teenager, and um, found a surfboard, took it out, taught myself, and. Um, was spotted by one of the local City Beach board riders guys who said, come along and um, join the, the local board riders. And, and that was it. I just started competing against the guys. And I think that was what drove me. I always grew up around boys mm-hmm. and, and men. And so, you know, guy, I, I had to compete you know against people that were way better than me all the time and and i wanted to match them i didn't want it to be about girl or boy or whatever i just i just wanted to match them i didn't see uh, a gender there so uh i was very very competitive from straight away from a young age just for the record uh i think the rubbish collection on the side of the road in city beach for those that don't (laughs) know it's pretty pretty brand new uh, it's pretty much would have been like a thousand dollar surfboard it wasn't who were some of the um good surfers in city beach club at that point um tyron crocker he Mm -hmm. was um actually surfed with him the other day out at City Beach and he just took every single wave off me and was <laughs> was just comboing me the whole time. It was driving me crazy. But then I, I got one good one in front of him, so I was happy with that. But, yeah, he was definitely one of the standouts and um, I think I just – I saw a bigger picture straight away. Like I, I never really have been the type of person who just looked like what's in front of me. I've always thought, you know, what else is out there. So – um, I went national and, and international. I had those dreams from a young age, so that that's where I was looking. I wasn't looking local. <laughs> so City Beach is, for uh, when I was growing up, was just, mate, the best thing about it was it had that big light out yeah. on the groin and it was like, wow, you can actually night surf. Yes, like you can you legitimately can. night surf. Did you do a bit of that back in the day? I did that so much in did summer. You? I <laughs> loved it so yeah. much. We had a night surfing contest and... And I mean, I don't know why they don't still run that. Uh, was they just, used to be so good. Yeah, I remember I went to one of them actually. Yeah, you can just sneak off and yeah, hang out and do whatever you want to do on the beach, and it was just such a good vibe. Yeah, it, was, it was pretty sick, <laughs> and everyone goes out on the groin, which is like yeah. in the ta- at the takeoff spot. I love, so, I love and, that. And it felt like, like an arena when yeah. everyone's like up close to you, watching you from that close. Like it actually, you you try even harder because you you know that they're paying attention because they're a couple of meters away. Yeah, they're three meters away, yeah. just yelling at you. Yeah, I may or may not have turned up there a couple of times at two in the morning with a mate or two, just completely blitzkrieged and going, "Yeah, let's go for a surf." <laughs> And we did, but I don't know Classic. what the performance was like, but they were definitely good <laughs> memories. <laughs> when you look back at, at your competitive surfing, Claire, what were some of the um, most rewarding events that you, you went in? Like you had a few victories there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I could just I, – I grew up surfing in City Beach and then all of a sudden like I qualified and I ended up surfing 
competing at Cloudbreak, Chopu, Sunset, Honolulu. This was Sick. my first year on tour after I just qualified surfing Birits and City Beach. And, the Chopes and, is pretty uh, big. Sydney move. and yeah, it was just like just those thinking back, mm. just how I went from scrapping, you know, in the in the sloppy waves to just throwing, getting mm. thrown straight into almost like the gladiator yeah. arena. That was that's just. So amazing. Roman to me. reference there. Is yeah, that why you fare so I well? Definitely got my Roman yeah. reference. Um, but yeah, I, winning Pipeline was probably my career highlight. Um, I put a lot of time in at the Volcom House with the boys and, and paid my dues. And you won Pipeline. I won the um, yeah the Pipeline Pro when it was a QS for the girls. Wow! Tell us about that. the event. Like How were the done. conditions and who were you surfing against to um, get to the I final? I beat Car- Carissa and um, Laura Enova. And uh, Anastasia Ashley in the final. Wow. And, Holy crap. Um, what year was that? I don't know, 1960. <laughs> 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 uh, it was a few years ago. Um, oh, that's epic, it just, man. Yeah, that was definitely a career highlight. I just I, I put so much time in at Pipe from – I lived at the Pipe house with the boys and everybody knows what that house is like. Um, you know, well, there's know, a, well, there yeah. was a stripper pole in the middle of the lounge room and <laughs> a dungeon and – Basically didn't sleep every time I was there and, and lived off um, coffee and adrenaline. Yeah. Um, but it was the best time of my life. And awesome. um, I, yeah, I surfed it from one foot all the way up to 12 foot and just put so much time in there. And then to win that event was just, yeah, that's that's what it was all for. And Classic. I ended up qualifying again that next year. Oh, epic. It's, I mean, yeah. Obviously, you're not the only pipeline master from this area. And we all know why that is because <laughs> we all cut our teeth growing uh, growing up surfing, you know, the heavy waves of West Australia, that definitely gives us a bit of an advantage, I think, when it comes to waves of consequence. When was the first time you got taken down south and, and who took you down there? Um, I've got a very, very amazing mummy who would just take me surfing, take me everywhere I needed to go to to chase my dreams, whether it was soccer practice or whatever, you know, and she would bring me down here and sit on the beach and watch me like a like a, a hawk, she'd sit on the beach in the wind, the rain, the storms, any in the sun, just sit there and watch me. And just, um, I would surf just all day and come down here since I was to surf since I was a kid. So, um, I mean, so yeah, it was just, just your mum. It wasn't like peers taking you no, down. No, just and, me I mean, and my obviously mummy. they told <laughs> you that <laughs> yeah, awesome. there was better waves down here, I, but you didn't get like no one held your hand and said, "Okay, look, let's no, go down no, south." No. This is Margie's. You paddle out here. It's just mumsy yeah. who didn't surf going, oh, yeah, I guess this is where the waves are. Off you go. <laughs> is that what happened? Or? Yeah, well, it's, it was just me and I grew up with a single mum and um, it was just me and her and uh, I did. my brothers were way older than me so they went around and I grew up being, yeah, independent and just learning to um, create dry, you know, draw and drive and motivation and, and discipline just from just being on my own and having to – having to do it otherwise you know there's nobody else there it was just me so i had to i had to push myself so where was where was your first session my first session Down would have here. been out at rabbits Classic. oh actually no but uh, no i take that back my first surf session my first surfing memory surfing down south was bustleton groin yes in the seaweed you me oh, wow. and Busso by myself with my <laughs> mum on the beach. <laughs> drive drive all the way down from City Beach to surf yep. Busso Grind. Yep. As so that's yep. what I was getting. He's having a shock. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a bit of a it's bloody <laughs> yeah. T-bone extra thick. Mate, it's not afternoon tea time. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so uh, that you gets me back that to that. and let time talk. Uh, that point yeah, that, um, mate, you, normally everyone's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so took me down and they took me to you know, whatever break was best on the day and, oh, yeah, this is such and such and you paddle out here and you need this wind and this tide. But you with your mum, she's like, I don't know, Busso maybe? Yeah, exactly. Let's start there and see where we go. Yeah, classic. You mentioned Chopes before. Obviously, you might have heard the announcement of the the proposed schedule for, well, probably 2021. Yeah. Women going to Tahiti for the first time, is that right? First time? First time since they stopped going. First time since they stopped going. Yeah. Um. So you said you surfed Chopes. How was that experience? Yeah, my first year of qualifying, I had to go and surf Chopu. Was that the maybe that could be the first time? Was that the last time that? No, nah, for about five or six years. I, I think. had a couple of years at Chopu with the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, my heroes, surfing with my heroes, Kiala and Lane Beachley and Rochelle mm. Ballard, they were all, you know, they were just incredible. Yeah. They were so good already and mm. I didn't have any of the equipment. I didn't even know, I didn't know how to pig dog. I didn't mm. know what to do. So I was just like air dropping every wave, trying to surf it like it was a beachy Um and yeah, there was just pit bulls walking around the streets everywhere chasing you and it <laughs> nice. was it was such a crazy place. It was probably yeah. one of the best places I've ever been, yeah. but um very wild. Yeah. So do you follow the the, the women's CT? Like do you follow it closely? Yeah, All the I'm events a big and fan, stuff? Big, big fan of, of, of women's surfing and women's sport in general. So who do you think you'd be looking forward to going to Chopu out of the out of the current um group on tour? I think Everyone to a degree. I mean, mm. the, uh, I think when you're surfing at that level um, and even in the top level of mm. the QS, I think everyone wants the opportunity mm, sure. to push themselves and a chance to uh, to to prove prove their their ability and their worth and their position on the tour. And it was kind of a part reason why I kind of drifted away from the tour the first time and lost enthusiasm because to run events they needed money and the money is in the cities and the turnout and so by the end of my career on the world tour I was surfing Rio, Biarritz, um, Manly and Gold Coast and just all these waves that were basically like surfing Perth again and I just I, I lost my 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 passion because that's mm. that I wasn't able I'd already proved myself in that stuff I wanted yeah. to keep challenging myself so I think the more the girls are challenged and put out of their comfort zones and um and you know treated like okay you want to be you want to go where the boys go here you go like yeah. you know well I think they want to I think they want to be given the opportunity because um yeah it's yeah. it's just part of it yeah you mentioned some of your uh uh, I guess idols that you um, like Kiala and Lane. We had Mark Cliff on uh, last week, and we asked him his his all time favorite top three female surfers, and you were one of them. <laughs> when you when you think Thank about you. Um, uh, top top three West Australian surfers, um, what's yours like, male and female? West Australian. Yeah, we'll, we'll narrow um, it down. Well, I definitely just. I just draw inspo from the guys who have just done the best and actually are like the best blokes and, and they happen to be the best surfers. Like Taj, Taj is my hero, like for sure. He's so humble and he's was, was and still is, I think, one of the best surfers in the world and that's surfing crappy onshore huzzers with me or then, mm. you know, ruling, ruling the wedge or rabbits. So he's number one. Pato is just the all-around businessman. Mm. Jake Pato is just... Ant-Man's amazing as well, but Jake yeah. had that CT career and then coaching that is just like he's just such a good businessman mm. and then an athlete as well. We actually mm. went to the same school. Um, and number three, hmm, I don't know anyone. Adzi. Who, anyone, no. <laughs> Adzi, anyone, Adzi's, Adzi's part of this. Anyone who's having – anyone who's just smiling and having a good time, any local that's even just up, – Even up and coming, there's plenty – Obviously, Jack Robbo's one, oh, and okay. Jake there and Wilcox, and yeah. there's a, there's a few a up lot. and coming. There's yeah, a lot. To be of fair, you gave Bunga three blokes and three girls, <laughs> and <laughs> you made Be- Bevo's just chick, chick, no, Jack, Jack so Robbo, pretty hard. Jack Robbo would be number three for sure. But honestly, like I, I just, I just like to see good vibes. Yeah, I, I like, for sure. I like to go surfing out here with anyone who's just smiling and having a good yeah. time and not taking it all too seriously. Good so advice. in the Bunga interview, um, he also mentioned that uh, Mel Redmond Carr was obviously in his top three. Did she um, help you at all in your early career, or look at you know in any shape or form, or Mel did you look Redmond, up to her? Or um, yeah, well, no, she's she's pretty staunch sort of a lady. <laughs> so you know, she's uh, pretty. Yeah. Um, um, don't know if we'll be getting Mel on shortly after that one. Anyway, but, no, no um, in a good way. Mel, she's, just a, she's a tough nut to crack, I would imagine. She, yeah, she just does her own thing. She has her own style. Um, Mel, in saying that, Mel would have um, motivated me and, and, and driven me in the fact that she was so ruthless um, competing. She had every single trick in the bag. She knew all the tactics. Like That trick probably made me cry more than any <laughs> other surfer uh, ever in my whole life. Um, she was smart. And obviously very talented, but very, very smart. And um, so uh, she would have taught me a lot. 
a lot about competing and a lot about yeah sucking it up and and um not just relying on talent and actually having a bit of a game plan yeah sick yeah she still surfs a bunch i she loves a dorney i'm a dorney guy and i'm always doing dornies with mel and she's um yeah she's pretty active like um Still gets a lot of waves, doesn't always sit out the back. Like I'm always a sucker for sitting out the back on the big board, but she's still got that um, almost that, you know, competitor drive where she just sits three quarters of the way out and gets about 10 times as many waves mm. as I do. No, yeah, she's a legend. We're a bit of a fan of Bronte. Have you um, done oh, much yeah. surfing with Bronte? I love Bronte. Bronte's yeah. another one. Like yeah. Bronte's just, she's got a great personality too, but she's such a, such a natural, talented athlete and. I, f- I free surf with her all the time. I actually call her up all the time. I'm like, come surfing with me because she's super inspiring and definitely taught me so much as well. I've lost to her. I've got like a couple maybe on her, but she's beaten me so many times with that backhand of hers. It's, it's pretty just, lethal, isn't it? It's just brutal. So, yeah, um, she just pushed me in every single way and just such a good chick. Got nothing else but respect Classic. for her. Yeah. Is that a segue for Bronte's Beats there? Is this where Neville we've just had, music we, in? We've just had Bronte's Beats there. We've just oh, had, thanks, we've thanks just had a, I was, You mentioned victories and defeats. So who's been your nemesis like, in, in your surfing sort of competitive career? And who, who have you always had the wood on? <laughs> um, oh, it's, it, it's like you can have more Steph, than one. Steph Gilmore was always like it was pretty hard, the, the Steph thing. Steph qualified and was just basically – God's gift to surfing from the moment she arrived and that was like the first few years that I was on tour as well and this little kid came along and just, you know, they were claiming she was going to win contests in the commentary as we were paddling out for heats together <laughs> and stuff. So uh, that mentally was really um, full on to compete against such a, um, such a force. Um, I wish I had more on her but, yeah, mm. she, she, she was just the best competitor and just always so happy about it. Like mm. you just you couldn't get angry at it because mm. you'd just happy be Gilmore. smiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah. was so happy, and she'd be smoking you, and just you know, yeah. it was just driving me crazy. But <laughs> <I'll burn>. um, <laughs> I wish I had more opportunities to beat her. Um, and maybe I, at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the dream. Um, the person who probably I had the most fun with on tour and pushed me the most would definitely have been Kiala. She, she swooped me, um, up being a a rookie, took me on the road with her and and would drive me around and and look after me and, um, you know, seeing her still do jaws and be like the best big wave rider in the world, Mm. being the age that she is and all the injuries she's had, like, um, she's probably my, my, my hero. And um, the person that just kept me the most sane competing on the road. Yeah, she, she's been in quite a few big wave events, right? Because um, did she get in the Eddie? Because they were accepting. She's um, certainly been invited. Yep. Yeah, she's been invited to uh, the Eddie, but it didn't run. That wipeout, that was a pretty famous wipeout. I think she's probably had a few at Chopu. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, I, I watched it die. this morning. She, she won't, won't die. Like she's it. just like, she's had her blood taken. She's like 100% Viking heritage and <laughs> she's just made of different stuff. She's just different. Like, uh, she's petite. She's a skinny white chick, <laughs> you know, like she's fragile looking and the, and she looks like she dies every time she goes down on those big waves and <laughs> that just shows you what the body can take. I mean... That she looks like a, a DJ, and she is. She's just like a city chick DJ what that somehow, DJ? Said, yeah, that oh, mate, DJ, DJ Namu over here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him; he's six four. He's a strapping lad. <laughs> you got something against DJs, or what's going on? And I don't like big weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you're pretty fit looking, Bevo. Uh, you reckon you can take T Bone down in a push up competition, or um, I've, yeah, I've, I've got I've, bung I've, shoulders, mate. Oh, <laughs> bung shoulders that's from doing too many. <laughs> I, too many. I do, you, I do work keep, out a bit. Yeah, you keep pretty fit, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna go to the Olympics, so you got a pretty strict regime of yoga and yeah. eating good and all that sort of stuff that I don't do. I eat, I eat very, very good. I don't drink, um, I do yoga. I work out every day, I surf lots and I just honour and, and take pride in, in my body. Like I'm getting older, I want this to like, I'm trying to preserve myself mm. and if I don't take care of it, I'm not able to do all these things that I love to do. So it, my my focus every day is just to feel um, 
and look the best that I can possibly be and that is that in, in involves a good diet and taking care of yourself and, and working out and doing those squats because everything starts to drop. I tell you, <laughs> it all starts dropping. So you got to keep it nice yeah. and firm and perky. There you go. That's yeah. good, good advice, mate. Yeah, mate. So, yeah, keep it perky. Mate, I don't know. Every time we have a, a guest speaker on, it seems to be uh, pointing at my lack of yoga and, and working out. <laughs> yeah. so, mate, you go out the big waves. You don't need to worry too much yeah, about just, that. Just, just now, let's, um, let's have a little talk, a little chat about uh, last week. I don't know if you guys all saw this, but we had the, the rumble at the ranch. Kelly's wave pool. Claire, have you surfed Kelly's pool? You mentioned... No, I haven't no. surfed Kelly's okay. pool. Yeah. Now, I know there's going to be some um, opinions about this, and I don't think there's going to be too much positivity, but tell you, mate, what did you think of the rumble at the ranch? I th- you know, overall, because there were a couple of contests, I think it was good that the WSL um, actually got an event running amongst the pandemic. Kudos to that. Anything and, we can get right now, and eh? I, 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 give yeah. them, I give them thumbs up for actually having a new format, having the mixed doubles format, just Unreal. mixing it up. I thought that it. was really good. Did yeah. you see any of this, Claire? Yeah, I did. And um, I, I love WSL, I mean, for, for doing that. But I find, yeah, the wave pool stuff kind of a little bit boring. I'd rather watch um, Waco or yeah. even Urban Surf, like the, the shorter wave. But... I mean, it's Kelly. He's he's done the the most perfect wave you could yeah. possibly do, but yeah, speaking to the other pro surfers about it and for them training beforehand and competing in it, they don't love it that much because they don't get to practice on it that much and it's the waiting times and all that. Exactly. Um, yeah. So but different, it's different still sort of exciting too. Apparently, I mean. it's it looks really for me like it looks really hard to surf. Mm. One thing I noticed, which is probably leaning to exactly what both you guys are saying now, is that. The turns, like eighty percent of the turns that get done there, are just really check flicky turns. little check turns. They yep. just, and it's and it looks like it's just because either there's a lack of power or the waves are too fast or there's just something going on where quick. they yeah they just can't seem to open up. And after like three or four of them in a row, you're just like this is the lamest shit ever. Like I know, mate, everyone's spoken about. It. Everybody knows that. Yeah, we'd rather do this, rather do that. But at the end of the day still got its place and there was nothing else to watch. So I was still sort of keen on it. But when you get that repetitive light flick that they do so quick just so they can keep up with the wave, it's like, God damn, it's ugly. And the one thing I did notice is that it seemed like Kaloe and Dino just seemed to be able to open up the turns a bit more. I mean, he didn't win, but for me, I just like the way that he surfs it. He was like actually getting proper full extension cutbacks in and 100%. tail slides yeah. and, and it wasn't just another flick, another flick, another flick the same yeah. as before. There was some serious repetition going on. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it is it is predictable. It. Um, yeah. I mean, he I, seemed to open up a bit more, so I, I really sure. liked him, yeah. I couldn't watch it because there's too many ads, so I think they probably... <laughs> watch a replay. There's so many ads. And, um, and, and plus, the uh, you actually couldn't even stream it. There was uh, a few tech um, problems, but... Oh, Maybe they need to pre-record it, and um, you know, I, start, I, I didn't watch it live. I started watching the replay. Mate, I tried to watch it live, and I noticed this last year when it was actually a normal tour. You've got this app, the WSL app. Yeah, download the app. It's all bloody all the bells and whistles. You download the app. You try to watch a comp in the app, and it just freezes and gets stuck all the time. You go on a dirty old Facebook, mate. The thing just doesn't miss a beat like every mm. time and the same thing i had to switch to facebook Ooh. didn't miss a beat i'm and gonna have to disagree with you there really? sorry mate yeah when they, experience? when they first did that facebook live thing a year or two ago the facebook thing was just terrible yeah well maybe um, at the start but yeah my last the last few mate the, the app just doesn't seems to just cut out all the time and get yeah. stuck maybe you're trying to watch it on caves road in between the <laughs> smiths and uh, well, yelling up <laughs> I, do, yeah, oh, Valley. I do uh i may or may not have <laughs> a piece of creatures of leisure deck grip that i've cut out and stuck underneath my speedo oh my god may yeah, or may go. not have i might yeah. not have am i might making this up yeah you know? claire got a question for you um just for surf comps it's good the rumble in the ranch was a mixed doubles event yeah if you were to go in it, who would you like to rumble with? Oh, Felipe. Felipe. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. No, He's I'm, pretty insane. I, I know Adzi's an old school Carver Soul Arch kind of guy, but all I really want to see. What are you talking all about? I really want to <laughs> see those guys doing is acrobatics. 
He's yeah. got the calves as well, though. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. between yeah. Gabriel, Felipe, and Felipe on that wave pool, the the airs that they're doing, I mean, that's what I want to see. I want to see acrobats, yeah. acrobatic stuff. I don't, I want to see them doing gymnast. Yeah, I want to see them doing calves at Haliuva and Sunset and waves like that. But if they're on a wave pool, I want to see backflips. Yeah, what he did, what he did at J Bay, I think it was crazy. Those two two alley oops that he yeah. did. That was the best surfing I've seen at J-Bay. Two years in a row. So. But there's yep. a lot of pressure mounting on poor old Philippe. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of commentary out there um, for saying that he can't cut it in the big hollow stuff. Yeah. He won so, last year in Brunia. That was pretty hollow, hollow and solid. So, uh, yeah, uh, he, he's only going to get better, that's for sure. Um, mate, one <laughs> thing I did like is that the, just by chance, the very first thing I clicked on as I um, started watching was Philippe Toledo and he... Fully fluffed it, mate. I don't know what he did. He bogged a nose yeah. and then got caught and got smoked. First wave. and Yeah, first wave. And then just, mate, the next 10 minutes of footage was just him continually turning his board over, yeah. which looked like it was in a million what? dollars. And he was just like... What happened? Yeah, like it was like flat out just... I don't know. I, look, I just like it because I, I love to, you know... Hate the Brazilians, basically. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've got. An yeah, we don't. We don't yeah. hate them. We don't hate them, but love uh, you know, no. Yeah, we, I love you know the Brazilians. I love yeah, but love you, you know what I mean. Them, like right. from a patriotic mm. point of view, yep. we love to hate them. I yep. don't hate. Them. Like every time I meet one somewhere who's by themselves, they're always like really good mm. blokes or whatever. Yep. But I love to hate them in the surf arena, in the yep. in competitive mm. thing, and it was just like, oh yeah, nothing's changed here. It's just the Brazo mm. carrying on like a pork chop. Trying to blame his board when there was Mate. blatantly nothing wrong with it. He just fluffed it. Julian Julian Wilson win? does exactly the same thing when something happens. Yeah, they're all doing Julian Wilson swam in and saved yeah. Mick Fanning when he was getting eaten by a shark. Where yeah. was Toledo then? Oh, no. We're editing that one out. So yet? just getting back to that quickly, why would they not have first half of the wave, the girl, second half of the wave, the man? Just because that wave's too long. That would be so much more interesting if they did like a tag team halfway yeah. Halfway along. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Pass, yeah. Like passing the baton. Exactly. Like you have to pass the baton. Yeah, if you, you don't pass, pass it, you don't score. <laughs> you have to pass the corona. <laughs> pass, the, pass the corona legira. Uh, anyways, yeah, nah. Um, it's it's not that exciting to watch, but I'm hoping with like the Urban Pool and, and work Waco and, mm-hmm. and those more kind of realistic waves and high-performance waves, um, it's going to be a lot more exciting and uh, I really hope I get the opportunity to compete in one of them one day because that used to drive yeah. me crazy. There's nothing worse than sitting there and waiting for a wave that doesn't come for 20 minutes of your heat, especially when you've flown from Perth to Rio, <laughs> de Janeiro. <laughs> they had the Surf 100 on. Did you pay for that? That was a pay-per-view um, that was organised. But it's a stab thing. Stab thing. Yeah. Um, a 100-minute um, event, 100-minute well, heat. Out at Trestles and it was judged online, wasn't it, Nemo? Mate, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I mean, didn't, I didn't, didn't pay, pay for it. too much attention. I know that it was Kalohe, Griff Colapinto, and Ian Crane. Ian was Crane, it just those yeah. And they got the um the public to vote on their their session, saying who won. Yeah, that? so basically, Dane, uh, Sal Masakala, and Taylor Knox were commentating. Um, so they're 100 minutes just to get their best waves. So uh, I think yeah. Chloe ended up winning. So Chloe won the viewers it. could vote, well, could score. So just once again, just another yeah. new concept. Yeah. Um, but enough about what's happening everywhere else. What's happening here? Are you talking about the Grand, <laughs> the grand Slam, you mean? No, I just mean like how are we going to like try and get more stuff ah. happening here for us locals? Well, we need a wave pool here, and we've talked about this before. But, um, <laughs> Any investors out there? Urban yeah. Surf, yeah. We, 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 need, we just need more happenings and more events here because we have, we have everything that we need here. Like, we're not going anywhere, yeah. guys. We're stuck in our state, so we better start getting creative because I'm sick of everyone else doing the work for us. Well, we're doing our best, our part, to promote yeah. WA Surfing, so maybe we should get a barrel surf cast, surf, what are we called? Competition. Surf podcast competition going. Wow, there you go. That's a good idea. Yelling out board riders. Yeah, you're yeah. Barrel Surf Podcast and Claire Bevilacqua presents. Yeah. <laughs> what do we, like what do we present? You're right, Claire? Claire. There's not enough QS events in WA. I mean, there's only two, right? Yeah. Two well, QS 1000. Sort of did yeah, just. It was showing promising signs there, was. wasn't it, last um, year? I tell you, like the waves that we competed in at Engine Up for the WQS mm. last that was year, good. everyone was freaking. We had three days of all time Engine Up and really good yelling up and. 
and we were all getting tubed in our heats. Like I got tubes Inge's in my heats. such a sick combo, yeah. isn't it? Oh my god, I was in heaven. I was in absolute. I was in my element. And um, I need yeah, we need surfing WA and and the local board riders and communities yeah. just to keep uh, encouraging. Um, people around our area to to do what stuff. What about a mixed doubles event in the local area? How good would that be? I love it. Who would you have as your partner from here? Oh, Tosh. <laughs> so you can't have Tosh for a week. Adzi. Yeah, Adzi. Who'd be the I'm the caddy. I'm a pretty <laughs> board caddy extraordinaire. <laughs> Mate, did you see me paddling across at the box that time? Yeah, I want him on Mate. my side out in the, out in the lineup, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, so we've got Claire and Adzi. We've got Taj and um, perhaps... Uh, Willie Hardy. Oh, dangerous That'd be good combination. combination. <laughs> yeah. combo. We can have Mel and T-Bone. Okay, okay. <laughs> doing the Dorney Patrol. No, I'm, mate, I don't do I'm the doing beach commentary, so I'm not, I'm not in it. Yeah, well, no, it's a good idea, you know, like mm. just something, yeah. something to happen. Whether, yeah, because, mate, everyone's frothing. Like, I mean, Jack Robbo and Jake Wilcox, are, they're all kicking around. And no, as you say, no one's going everywhere. Everyone's here. I've started soccer. I'm, yeah. I'm so desperate to compete. You told me that the other day. And challenge just... myself. It's like surfing Chopu and, and competing all at the same time because I've got these Bunbury chicks that are like twice my height and weight <laughs> running at me and just absolutely hammering me on the field. And you couldn't be and happier, And then I get to you? score goals too. Yeah. It's like, so this is what I'm doing. I have to do something. You were telling me about it the other day and I um, I was, I came away just going, God damn, I'm glad I'm not playing against Bevo. She seemed <laughs> like she was really fired up and she needed that physical contact and that yeah. competition because uh, yeah. it's get been taken away from her. Yep, uh, definitely. Get your shin pads on. Oh, mate, mate, my leg. Yeah. I don't know. I can dive with the best of them, mate. Fuck soccer. I Sorry. can't. I can't. I can't <laughs> feel my shin at the moment. It's I'm gone a, numb. Yeah, oh, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's been classic. kicked too many times. Is it like an indoor comp that you're playing? No, or? we play. I play for Dunsborough, and uh, we play outdoors, uh, oh. open women's yeah, tournament, and Oof. I can imagine and it's that brutal. Gets yeah, it's gnarly. I love it. The claws come out. I love it. No, the chicks don't have claws. They're like they've got thighs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, the claws is in the fingernails. Yeah, I know what yeah. you meant. Oh yeah, okay. Got thighs as well. <laughs> yeah, they kick you. Okay, cool. <laughs> bum, you get a bum in the chest or a bum in the you know bummed out of the way. Yes, can be <laughs> that pretty sounds all right. rough. rough. <laughs> It's, uh, did you, um, uh, just on the local thing, did you get some good surf last Thursday was pretty all time yes. conditions? Yes. Was it, uh, no, not last day, Thursday, Thursday for about a week last and a half. Thursday week. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was, uh, absolutely stellar surf conditions. I surfed Yale's main break, uh, all day, six to eight foot, absolutely yep. firing. Jake Paddo. Where'd you surf, mate? Uh, beep. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yep. Uh, no name dropping around here. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, <laughs> mate, it was epic. Four or five people out. Marty Chandler, the absolute underground hero that he is, just paddled into the most perfect seven foot north peak. You know those real north ones? He's paddling into it, and it was just like that one o'clock in the Arvo. The sun was glistening, just a thick west peak. And as he's taken off, we're just hooting him, and, uh, and me mate Nessie's just going, mate. That's just like, do waves get any better than that out here? And I'm like, didn't look like it. And then Timmy Wallace has just paddled up from up the line and just gone, mate, did, do you guys see that wave? And we're like, well, we only saw it from takeoff, but he's, Timmy's just like, mate, he got barreled the whole way across <laughs> a reef and got spat yeah. out in the lagoon, which it's not known to be a barreling wave really. And uh, yeah, it was pretty epic. So shout out to Marty Chandler and Jake Paddo actually. Got an absolute. He, he he went out and did a heat on us. He performed a his heat strategies. Just he can't shake it. Paddled <laughs> out. He got one sick right. Then he took off on a sick left, which there is no sick lefts out there. So <laughs> I don't know how he did that, but except mate, if it's a cyclone. Yeah, exactly. And but it was just like he was just. I got to keep moving. I got to keep paddling. And he took off on this left, and then he just got one of the most perfect rights, and then that was it. He was gone, and it was like all time out there. And he was done in 30 minutes. I didn't see him again. Unless he went somewhere else, I keep meaning to ask him. But, yeah, it was uh, it was a clinical heat display. I was I was comboed. It was one of the Plus days. It. Yeah, one Plus of the it. days of the year. It's been the best year. Where did you go? It's been, to I'm beep, not that. Beep, beep. Yeah, beep. yeah uh-huh. I just Get stayed. Tube? I just, I got tubed all day. I just Sick. stayed locally in the yelling up area. Was and, there a um, comp there that you perhaps won? In your own mind. I <laughs> 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 Previously won at that, at that location. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, I won a QS at Injun Up last year, but... 
I think that this year has been the best year of waves that I've ever had, or maybe it's just because I've actually been able to spend a whole year at home. Mm, So, yeah, I think we have the best waves in the world. Sounds like the East Coast has been Pumping oh, as well. Oh, damn. I was supposed to go to Lenny's on a family pumping, holiday yeah. this year. <laughs> and, yeah, it was pretty Indo's been pumping too. Do you go to Indo? I do. You? I do love Indo. Um, I usually get sick when I'm there mm-hmm. um, unless I'm on a boat. Um, I always get crook in Bali for some reason, get Bali belly. So um, I love it here. I, I, I love the heat, but I'm probably just going to head up north and be happy nice. with that with the clean water and yeah. be able to drink out that. of the tap yeah Do you, have you done a lot of time up north over the years no, no no i haven't put much time in i think red bluff is probably my favorite place on earth uh, but i've always been on tour this you know july the season that it cranks i'm i'm usually doing the americas and and europe uh competition competition legs so i'll be looking forward to spending more time and in in my own state in my own backyard i think this this um isolation thing is is great great for our local industry yeah um, i had a good holiday up there this yeah. year yeah. so I'm, I'm happy to go again yeah. i tried to book again today actually i think it's pretty busy up there huh real yep. busy crazy. so you're trying to book for now or for next, next year nah, next year i thought you can only book six months out nah, is that right you, uh, no nah. okay but even geraldton has talks. its moments geraldton's yeah. not too far up a bit warmer flat rocks is all time wave yeah and there's some outer reefs and stuff around yep. there isn't there and mm. the beaches yeah. and yeah I was trying to book for next year. School holidays is is flat out booked already next year up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get a spot, but that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, Now I'm trying to get in uh, a few weeks before. Same same window that I did this year. So um, I am booked for Lennox Head at the same time, but I don't even know if that's going to happen. So I'm just going to double book my um, holiday. um, There you go. Yeah. Make sure I've got a a backup plan. I'll um, I'll edit this out, but does anyone know if there's waves at Durian? (laughs) (laughs) Where? Durian Bay. Durian. I'm going there for a family camping trip for four oh, days. It'd have so to be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I think that's all out of reefs, maybe. Need a tinny. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, well. Have you got a tinny? I don't, but um, I'm, I'm going to come up to Nalu at the same time as you next year. So oh, yeah. I'll be your tinny, tinny mate. Well, I do need a first mate. So. Your first mate. Your first yeah. Are you good with knots? I'm actually not too bad with knots. Oh, yeah, because otherwise you're just tight lots. Spending anyway. some time on the uh, oil rigs back in the days. Did you? Mm. Oh, there you go. Because, yeah, yeah, I'm not very good at them. So, there we go. Maybe we can make this work. T-Bane's very good with knots as well. Yep. Classic. Yep. <laughs> now, um... <laughs> T-Bane's not excited by that at all. I think Claire's bored as batshit by this. She's <laughs> <on her. laughs> no, I just got a surf report, guys. Sorry. Just... What's, what's it say? Not telling. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, anyway... We'll ra- wrap this interview up then. <laughs> Um, now we were just, we were going to talk earlier, but, um, what, what do you think of the pipeline kickoff for the end of the year, for the start of the start of the season? Not that it's actually going to happen, but if it did. I don't really know. I'm mm. just, um. Yeah, it's not going to happen, is it? Yeah. No, I, I, but I'm right here right now, mate. I'm, I'm not, I'm not thinking about the future. I think if, if anything, this has taught us anything is just to be grateful for the moment, every moment and. Yeah, it's, 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 I can't plan anything. I have no idea what's happening even next month. I don't know if I can go back to Italy and uh, Mm. I don't know if I'm competing next year. I don't even know if we'll be traveling next year. Mm. You know, it's all kind of up in the air. So just living in the moment and appreciating um, each day at home and so happy to be here and be stuck right here and not be somewhere else stuck. Yeah, it's a pretty good, right. pretty good spot to be stuck. Yeah. Um, sounds like Claire needs to get into the water and we probably also do as well. Let's go with, uh, let's explain to Claire the Kyrgios Cup. Okay, so uh, the Kyrgios Cup, Nick Kyrgios, the tennis player. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, as much as he's had a few on, on court successes, he's generally known as a bit of a dickhead, really. Uh, that's our opinion of him anyway. Spits a dummy. Spits a dummy. <laughs> you know, so Spits a dummy now and then. Spits a dummy. I love yeah. the practical side of, oh, yeah, of T-Bone. Yeah, yeah he's, he's our stats guy. <laughs> yeah, He's got glasses. He keeps us together. Yeah, he does. Keeps you together. HSC yeah, about the fuck up. Takes two of them. I've got to tone him down back to the PG rated. That's why you But no, so each episode we get to nominate someone for the Kyrgios Cup who someone who's just either pissed you off or you think's just a general dick or, you know, Anyone you got to gripe with, just oh, you can God. air it out. You oh know. God! T-bone got nomination. a few. Got a few junior COVID. T-bone, you go isolation. First. I've definitely got one. He's a raging, absolute raging favourite this week. 
I think he's going to win without without a shadow of a doubt, T-Bone. Well, I don't I don't have an actual individual, but I was pretty disappointed about that massive oil tanker that ran aground off Mauritius. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good call. And the Japanese one. 2,000 yeah. 2, tonnes of oil or whatever it was. Yeah, um, yeah it, it, it just... Well, they reckon it's going to destroy these two um, ecosystems, these, these um, protected reefs and all the plants and the species. So... It's pretty sad to see that happen, you know. It's yeah. um, it's yeah, never so, a good thing. No, it's just devastating for the people, the environment. The oh, it's just yeah, it's shit. So yeah, that's, that's my curious no, cut. That's, that's the valid. skipper who was skippering that yeah, tanker. Who the fuck was that guy? You know who he was? <laughs> who he was? I reckon it was my mate who I'm nominating, Clive Palmer. What yeah. a fuckhead! Oh. <laughs> Is he just like the epitome of a fat, greedy prick, or what? Like last time he's seen his dick would have been ten years ago. He's just. He's got it in for so WA. He's standing in front of a mirror. He'd be able to see it. <laughs> <laughs> he'd no, still he'd have, have to lift. lift. Yeah, he'd have to lift. He'd have <laughs> to lift his gun. But, up. mate, it, it's like he's something out of like a Monopoly board game, the yeah. fat cat or something. Yeah, it's a cartoon, isn't and he? And he's just got. He's, he's just a declared war on WA. So he wants and to sue WA. I don't know what he wants to do. He wants up to, to thirty billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, for mate, royalties or something. That's fourteen thousand dollars each. He's probably got like billions of dollars. What does he need it for anyway? Like oh, once he got a billion, trying to, isn't trying to prove a point. He's trying to prove a point. Yeah. He's got it in for WA, and we're from WA, so he's my raging favourite for the curious. Well, I Cup. don't reckon you'll have a nomination, Claire. You don't seem to be um, off anyone at the moment. You seem to be in a pretty good, pretty good space. <laughs> but if you do have one, let us know. I'm off the state of Victoria, actually. Ah, <laughs> boom. Fair enough. I'm angry at Victoria. I love it. But, but the Premier or just yeah, the state? Just, just, just the state is just, just, the whole just, state. just, just frustrating me that, that that's going on there. I feel so bad for my friends that, that live there. And um, and just, yeah, I mean, I, as much as I am loving isolation and this new resting um, lifestyle that I have rested, um, I would like my family and friends to be able to to you know cross the border and and do all that stuff. So yeah, it's basically Corona and, and Victoria. Corona and Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got mates on the surf coast. My brother, are they, are they, my brothers are on the east coast. So mm. and they can't come home and 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 visit. On the bugger. On the east coast of Victoria, or um, in Sydney and oh, in yeah. Queensland. Are they allowed to surf in the surf coast at the yeah, moment? Yeah, yeah, they certainly surfing. are. They just yeah. can't leave the city and stuff. Yeah, they're surfing so much that the shapers over there can't keep up with demand. Uh, and that's why you haven't got your board no, yet. No, no Corey's, Corey's done it, mate. You oh. should see it. It's fucking sick. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought that was an under. No, 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 no. 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 I was just saying, um, <laughs> Corey and shout out Corey, Russell and Corey. Uh, so you Corey got your surfers. board? No, I haven't got it, but it's, it's finished. In so, um, yeah, it looks it's amazing. Two weeks quarantine. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and what's your nomination? Yeah, Clive Palmer, yep. signed, sealed, delivered. You win the Curious Cup this week. Yeah, Clive Palmer. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you Adam Kennedy with the new segment. Go for it, Adzi. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I just had a little thought. Uh, you know, we're a very positive bunch on the whole. Uh, it's always good fun to, you know, poke the bear or have a poke at someone in terms of the Curious Cup. And I thought, well, what about a shout out to just an absolute bloody legend? Someone who's just made your week. Someone who you just, you know, want to want to basically give the two thumbs up to. And I thought, well, what about the Steve Irwin salute? Which is, uh, you know, Steve Irwin, for anyone who doesn't know, which would be uh, remarkable if he didn't. He was an absolute Aussie legend. Uh, a wildlife frother. He was a pretty half-decent surfer too. He loved the he surf. You he know, was. He loved the ocean. I remember him um, having a ripping a few Rios in his car key shorts somewhere, um, <laughs> Papua New Guinea or something. And yeah, the ocean he, took him, didn't it? Too. It did take him, and uh, mate, he just loved the double thumbs up. And I just remember some of the first times I saw him on TV, it just blew me away. I was mm. just like, yes, this guy's mm. the biggest legend. Mm. Anyone out there who hasn't watched Steve Irwin, mate, uh, Google Steve Irwin snake bite on neck and the video is so good mate. i have to watch like, it it is hilarious yeah, the guy's just funny. a legend so yeah the steve irwin salute so who have you got mate who have you got oh okay well i've for the steve irwin salute i've got a couple of local fellas uh uh just recently we had the shark attack out at yep. uh bunker bay oh, yeah yeah yep. and uh a fellow by the name of phil mummet uh had a pretty large great mm. white latch onto his leg and um he was lucky to survive so good on him 
But uh, my Steve Irwin salute, double thumbs up, goes to the guys who helped him. Uh, Alex Oliver mm. uh, apparently paddled over on his mail into the absolute mm. thick of the fray wow. and ripped this guy up out of the water onto his board and went into the water himself. Mm-hmm. And then with the help of another two guys, Jess Woodhouse and Liam Ryan, uh, they all got him to shore on the mall, and I just, mate, Steve Irwin, that is just Steve Irwin all day. If there's ever going to be an inaugural nomination for that's, the Steve Irwin salute, that's a pretty good one, guys, because he would, Steve yeah. Irwin, he would have done it. He would, he would have kissed the shark yeah. on the way through. Yeah, he would have kissed it. <laughs> I think that's that's a pretty good one, mate. And uh, I'm not going to name any names because I, I know that they wouldn't want to be named. But there was another surfer there who was um, instrumental in the. Um, keeping his leg together and helping out there too. So yep. I'm sure there was, yeah, he probably. knows who he is. Congratulations on your efforts, mate. You did really well there. I got one, uh, Mark McGowan. For people who don't know Mark McGowan, he's the West Australian Premier and he's been absolutely instrumental in, I guess, controlling COVID-19 in this glorious state. You know, we could be like Victoria. We could be trapped in our homes. We could... We're only one horny security guard away from it. <laughs> well, we, we are. <laughs> But uh, we've been lucky we, and we've been really lucky to appreciate how good this state is and how good this area is and Claire's mentioned a few times. So I'll give it to Mark McGowan. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Bevo? Steve Irwin, salute. Oh, jeez. Yeah, just um, the, the I have to back you up with this shark attack, um, guys. To I mean, I think all of us at heart would, would want to be those guys and, and want to um, help out our our fellow community members and um yeah so I, I got a lot of inspiration from that definitely um yeah commend them on their efforts all the guys that helped out even the paramedics i mean we all know that our paramedics in this area are volunteers yeah so without those guys volunteering yeah, and would we wouldn't have anything um locally so yeah thanks to the paramedics as well for cool. for Keeping it all together and being there and volunteering their time to keep us, get us straight to hospital. Here, here. And uh, on that note, my, my nomination is, is actually the volunteers of our great town, especially in our, our state in general. And um, I think they'll do a good job, an amazing job, and uh, they don't get paid for it, as we know. And uh, some of them are doing it tough without, without a lot of income at this, point, at this time as well, so... Thank you very much to all of you guys. Happy days to the volunteers, whether you be a uh, official volunteer or a uh, just a man in the water exactly. saving an unknown legend from getting killed. So, so Steve Irwin would be proud of you all. This <laughs> week's inaugural Steve Irwin salute goes to... Alex Oliver, Jess Woodhouse, and Liam Ryan. I mean, as if Liam Ryan wasn't going to be a legend anyway. <laughs> just look at the footy player. Flying Ryan. What's with the name Liam Ryan? You obviously must just be a, a mad dog legend if you got dubbed that at the start. So. Yeah, good on you, legends. You are absolutely amazing. We salute you with uh, Steve Irwin salute. Good on you, boys. Now, uh, we're heading towards the end of the show. It's been a great one. Thanks very much, Claire Bevelacqua, for coming in and being uh, part of our panel today. Thanks for inviting me, boys. It's been an exciting winter's day. <laughs> <laughs> Last comments, T-Bone. I do have a shout-out, Emma. Um, we do know this this person. He uh, used to rule the Pango Bomby lineup. Just a shout-out to Meets Direct WA. Check him out on Instagram. For all you carnivores, they're a quality meat, real savings, wholesale prices. So uh, check it out, Meet Direct meat WA. Meet Direct. Mate, I got excited. He uh, They're from he, Perth. They do deliver. Not sure if they deliver down this way, but oh. you should see the fine cuts, cuts <laughs> sourced from the finest farmers in the state. It's cut so finer than T-Bone's haircut. Check, check them out. Check them out. Are you, uh, talking, are you talking Reese Lloyd? Yeah. G'day, Reese. How are you, buddy? Bomby master. Yeah, I saw that uh, comment on one of our threads, and he was like, do you have a barbecue in that shed? Because we've been recording in my shed a lot. Shed quarters. Our shed quarters. And, uh, mate, I built a... Uh, a, a custom uh, wood-fired barbecue smoking just for uh, my missus wouldn't let me cook on the one that we just normally have fires outside the shed. I had to build a separate one for cooking. And T-Bone's missus has actually come up uh, a couple of times and given us the authentic Ukrainian shoshliki. Uh, <laughs> and it was very tasty. So I look forward to some of them mm, and awesome. hopefully some of this uh, meat from your mate. We can uh, fire yeah. that up, you beauty. Yep. 
Yeah, good on you, mate, Direct Race Lloyd. Uh, look forward to seeing some, yeah, delicious cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of nice T-bones coming our way. Yeah, well, T-bones mate. for T-bone. Ads, mate, what have you got? Anything else? Nah, not a lot, mate. Same old shit. Just uh, smile, have a good one, and uh, don't take it too serious. Appreciate everything you've got. Thanks again, Claire. Any last comments before we go? Yeah, back up Adzi there. Just smile. Um, anyone in the lineup, smile at each other. High fives, good vibes. Um, if I'm catching lots of waves, I'm sorry, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just doing my job. Just trying to have a good time. Yeah. Don't take yourself or anything. Uh, yeah, at all in the water too seriously. You know, we're we're really lucky and blessed. So don't forget it. Good advice, Claire. Yeah, that's right. We are out there to have fun at the end of the day. So let's all have fun and uh, have fun with each other and get a couple of waves and enjoy ourselves. And uh, you've been listening to the Barrel Surf Podcast. Catch you next time. Yeah.